Welcome back to Tea with Gen Z, the podcast where we discuss the latest topics by you and for you. I'm your host, Osama, joined by Heidi, and in today's episode, we're diving deep into the world of academic journeys, or more particularly, about GPAs. We hope you are having a great week. We know by now many students are set to have their midterms, so we wish you all the best and talk about midterms. Let's talk grades. It's a topic that comes to the forefront during exam periods. And many wonder about the impact GPA holds over one's life. We will discuss a lot about it today. But honestly, long story short, GPA doesn't decide your path. It's not a compass. It's more of a marker on the road. It gives you a reference point indicating where you are in your journey. But it's really far from dictating where you should go. What do you think, Heidi? I totally agree. It's It shouldn't be like your utmost priority, but it also should be in your mind. Like... Do not neglect it all the way to like, you know, a very low GPA, below two or something. But also do not kill yourself to, you know, get the full GPA. <laughs> I know you, you all want to like have the full GPA. We all want to graduate, uh, I think, magna cum laude, something like Whatever that. Whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, you can't really just like keep focusing on it because... You lose yourself in the process as well. Like you lose self-care. You lose like precious time with your friends, having fun, enjoying the simple moments. So you, all your focus will be on academics and all studying only. Yeah, absolutely. Many students closely track their GPA, which is really understandable as it can have a significant impact on academic journey, uh, scholarships, or even future opportunities. But as we go through the world of exams and grades, it's essential to remember that GPA is just one aspect of the academic journey. To understand the power of GPA, let's look at this history. It all started because we wanted something common to assess students on, right? Strength, weaknesses, what they should do later when they work. Maybe some of them will go for civil engineering, others will go literature. But Heidi, do you think that GPA shows weaknesses and strength in a student? To me, the way I see GPA, it's mostly beneficial when it comes to like asking for financial aids for scholarships or uh and programs or like for other support maybe but it's also like important to maintain uh somewhat of a good standing because later on whenever you go back into the work field you won't really know if it's necessary to have a high gpa or an adequate gpa or something like that so it definitely aids you later on in life but it's also not the only thing that they look at they look at your skills they look at your achievements they look at your obviously degree and all of that so it is an aspect of evaluation but it's not the only aspect of evaluation igpa primarily reflects mastery of theoretical knowledge and academic assessments however demands practical application of skills like internships critical thinking creativity and adaptability which all are not exclusively measured by gpa Rather, they're measured in your extracurriculars, for example. Like for me, I get into these projects, into these uh, hackathons, competitions. All of these show more critical thinking and creativity. And more than that, it shows your passion, interest in something. So it's not GPA that just matters, let's say, in your CV. For example, me, I don't have the highest GPA. But I sure have great connections, let's say, with companies because of so many competitions I want. Extracurriculars also makes you work on your people skill. 
So like on your connection skill, like your ability to make friends, make connections with new people, adapt to them or like have topics to talk about and keep in touch as well. It opens you up to a new environment that you're not used to, obviously, and gets you out of your comfort zone. And that is how work life is after you graduate, because I have a sense of a work life after I did some internships and I know how like what do managers expect, what do like supervisors expect, how are you supposed to act in, in such environments, whether it be in the office or work from home. But you just have to work on your people skill and elevate that skill very much when you're like when you are in extracurriculars. By the way, did they ask you about your GPA when you first started working? For me, no, but uh, which is which is something that I always had in my CV. Like I had it for the cumulative GPE of exactly. blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to say my GPA of. In, let's say, let's just, is it's it a hard? good GPA. It's a good GPA. What compensated do you think that they chose you? I think it's based on my skills, actually. So like in your CV, you obviously have what soft you skills. Have? You have soft skills like, you know, those editing or writing, Microsoft oh. Word, Microsoft PowerPoint. All of that. And it's also based on your achievements and on your other experiences. So I have been doing internships ever since we started uni. So like every summer I did an internship in a different place. And I did work from home. I did uh, go to the office. I did go to companies. I did everything basically. So I put myself into different environments and also like different um, interactions with people. So they never asked me about my GPA. Like that's in an interview, she, the, the supervisor or the manager, they're mostly about, okay, tell me about yourself. Tell me about your achievement. What do you see yourself in doing in the next five years? What do you want to be? What are your goals? Can you do this? Can you do that? Most of that are just like open-ended questions where you got to talk and talk and talk until they're satisfied with your answer. So they never ask you about academics that much. They just tell you, tell me what did you do in this role or tell me what did you do in uni or something like that. You know what I think? I think that having the skill to work with a team is so important to employers right. because you're always working with a team. You have to be friendly and be creative. These skills might not be obvious when you're looking at a number, but let's not forget that GPA might matter in certain instances. Where GPA really matters is when there's a competitive field. Let's say computer science. Right now, it's trending. Believe it or not, I think how many? 60% of yeah. the batch was computer science. So obviously when you have this high supply of computer scientists, you need to choose the best of them. So this is where GPA might matter when employers start choosing students. But still, as we said, internships, uh, experience, all of these matter than just a number. But how do you maintain a good GPA? It's a question we all want the answer to. Heidi, you told me that your GPA is not as good, but it's good enough. So tell me. I mean, it's good enough for me. Okay. I obviously want to achieve more, but like I'm graduating soon. Therefore, so so there's no time for that. But uh, it obviously requires, you know, consistent effort and effective study habits. Um, the things that I can say is attend classes regularly. I know it's a hassle. Some of you have 8 a.m. Not just that. Make sure to take notes <laughs> no. yes. while you're in class. Notes are very important because... In the sense, like, you study differently when you're writing your own notes and, like, you know how to understand yourself. That's the most important thing. And it's also about um, staying organized. So use a planner or, like, digital calendar to keep up with, like, your assignments, your project, even your hangouts. I've seen people that use Google Calendar 
to schedule hangouts with friends. So that's really important to be honest. I I, I that's agree very with that. How busy can someone be? Exactly. As you progress through university, your university journey, you're gonna get busier by the semester. So try your best to like organize it and try your best to like keep everything managed. So like your academics are managed and your like personal life and lifestyle is managed as well. Uh, I'd say also seek help if you need it. Uh, yeah, we do. No matter how I thought about this, make sure exactly. No matter how high your GPA is, there's no shame of asking for help. Absolutely. Whenever you need it. And obviously, 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 I cannot stress this enough. Take breaks. Really take yes. breaks. You know what? I, I didn't take break for like two months and I noticed I'm not productive at all. You're burned out. Imagine just four hours of like some fun with friends. Exactly. Doing your hobbies. I swear it recharges you in a different way. Right. And it's your youth. You should be able to enjoy your youth. Because later on, let's say you get into work, are you going to be having that free, that much of a free time to hang out with your friends while you're working a nine to five? I don't think so, actually. And try not to be a workaholic. I hear so many people in the workplace where they work all the time because they never got used to taking themselves on a date. Just go out, enjoy a short break with yourself. You can also set goals for yourself. So like aim for continuous improvement rather than per- perfection. So you don't have to do it perfectly, do your task perfectly or be perfect at everything. Just like have goals. How do you want to achieve them? And when do you want to achieve them by? And other than goals. Okay, GPA was set for to compare students together, maybe for employers, for companies, whatever it is. But really, can there be a different way to grade students? It's a very good question when we think about the past, how... We've been using this method for hundreds of years. Maybe it is working, but not to everyone. We want to make sure that it's fair for everyone. So is there a different way you think that we could greet students? I mean, nothing better has come out yet. Technology is evolving. The world is evolving, but yet cannot really move away from the standardized assessment uh, grades. So because every student is different. You know, it's really tricky. Maybe if we use both personal tests and regular ones, we can understand everyone better, but still have a fair way to compare. That makes sense, right? We can really know what each student can do, but also see how they're doing compared to others. It could help us see the whole picture of a student, not just how they do on a test. Universities, schools, education institutions, they should be about nurturing people, not just racking them with grades. Well, we hope a better grading system comes out. But for now, this is not so bad. So seize every chance to learn, grow, and build those invaluable personal connections. So we hope to see you next time on the next episode. Make sure to follow us on Gen underscore. See you next time. <laughs>